Amen, amen. Why don't we just take a moment and elevate the Lord in our hearts and minds. Lord Jesus, we thank you, God, for this day. We thank you for all that you have done, all, Lord, that we have experienced already. We are trusting and believing right now that you will speak life into our heart, speak life into our situations. We praise you for it, and we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I am so glad that you have joined me today. Welcome to the sanctuary. The sanctuary is a place of life, hope, and love. This is a place to belong. And I'm so glad that you've joined me because today we are embarking on a brand new sermon series. As I was considering this opening sermon, I was thinking, man, there's got to be something that would be telling, perhaps a story that I could share. Well, there was the Pelicano. It's a name that lives in infamy over 30 years after it first made headlines. It was this massive ship that floated in open seas for over two years. No port would accept it, and it was turned away from at least 11 different countries. During this time, it changed names twice and owners once, but that didn't help at all. It was only allowed to dock just for a brief amount of time, just to refuel, and then it was asked to leave and embark back on the sea. Now, I'm guessing you're wondering, what on earth is up with this ship? What's wrong with the ship? Well, let me tell you, it was 1986, Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. Well, they weren't feeling the love, all right? Sanitation workers had been on strike for a month, and well, it was a pretty stinky situation. Precisely 28 million pounds stinky, okay? 28 million pounds of trash. And so the Pelicano, it became a pariah, a floating garbage dump with toxic elements. You know, life is like that sometimes, dumping all sorts of garbage on us. 2020 may have you feeling like the Pelicano today, roaming around heavy laden with a bunch of junk that you were never intended to carry. Toxic fumes hovering over, pushing others away as you wander, leaving you under such heavy burden and so very weary. Being weary, well, that's of course, a whole lot different than being tired, or it certainly is different than being sleepy. I mean, you can fix tired with a good night's rest, a nice long nap, right? But being weary, well, that seeps into your soul, into your spirit. It means you can no longer relax, you can't unwind. It dictates how you feel and what you do, because being weary means you can't feel peace. It feels like, look, if that's you right now and I'm describing you through all of this, then look, here's the deal. I've got some good news to share with you today. Jesus Christ, it, he offers the cure for weariness. Amen. Jesus Christ 
offers the cure for weariness. He frees us right now and is able to free us from the weights that weigh us down. In fact, he's not going to turn us away from his harbor today. No, my friend, Jesus will not reject you. Why? Because Jesus Christ, he offers rest. Amen. The Bible says he is our refuge in times of trouble. Matthew chapter 11 and verse 28, it reads, then Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and my burden I give you is light. For a few moments today, we're going to speak on this subject. Light of the world, his light for the weary, his light for the weary. I'm grateful to be able to celebrate the light of Christ that shines in the darkness today, to know that his light is truly everything that we need, no matter what we're facing. I'm thankful today that we serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You see, there's a lot of sparkles and shiny things in the world around us, right? But there's only one true light. And now more than ever, now is the time to walk in his light. We need to receive all that God has for us to trust his goodness and mercy to be more than enough for our weariness. The famous lyrics of Oh Holy Night proclaim the hope of a weary world rejoicing. If there's ever been a time to really cling to those words, now is that time. If there's ever been a, a time to surrender our weariness in exchange for the light of his hope, now is that time. We read in John chapter eight and verse 12, when Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Aren't you glad today to know that, to know that we never have to be in darkness when we follow him? But that's the key, right? We've got to follow the light. We've got to follow Jesus Christ. In fact, that's really the core of the entire Bible, that God is light, Jesus is light, and we are called to follow his light. I'm speaking to everyone who feels weary right now. I know the holiday season. I know that during this time, usually it only increases one's weariness, that sense of weariness. And I'm fully aware that weariness may not be limited to the busyness during a holiday season. I understand that this is a chronic ongoing state of mental and emotional fatigue. But this can be a 
turnaround year in your life. While this can be a year-long problem when we have so much on our mind, I mean, there's so many things that are attempting to steal our joy and peace in God. I want us to know that we can find hope today. It doesn't have to be this way. We don't have to be so weary today, so overladen with the burdens of life. He did not save us from living in sin just so that we would become a slave to a different master. He didn't save us from sin for us to become a slave to that other master. He came to give us peace. He came to give us rest. His light is for the weary. Amen. Why don't you type that in the chat today? His light is for the weary. Weariness, well, it robs us of the very best that God has for our lives. It makes it impossible for us to enjoy the present moment. In fact, it robs us of our future. But let's face it, who has the energy to dream when we're completely worn down. As our head hits the pillow, feel the heavy weight, the weight that comes from the realization that try as you may, we can't figure out all of the challenges and there's not nearly enough hours to conquer everything on our to-do list. Even though tomorrow it's a new day and we get to try to do it all over again, unless major things change, we'll probably go to bed feeling just as weary. Now look, I'm not trying to paint some terrible picture, right? I know it's not very positive at the moment. You might just want to say, hey, even so come, Lord. Come quickly, come now. I'm done. I'm I'm ready to, to be in heaven with you. You may wonder how in the world that you got to this place. How in the world did we get here? The chaos, the mess, the failing. You may not even know how to strategize to make tomorrow better. And so you live out the lie that so much of our culture has bought into. Just keep working harder and it's going to get better. But what if working harder, what if working harder is the problem? What if working harder is simply the problem? What if the answer is simply to surrender? What if the answer is just to surrender? You see, I'm convinced that weariness doesn't come so much for what happens to us and around us. It comes when we try to take control of the situation. We're weary because we think every storm is ours to bear. But can I tell you something today that simply is not true? Every storm that comes along in our lives, it's not just for us to bear today. Here's the deal, we rely on self-sufficiency in the storm. We rely on self-sufficiency in the storm. There are storms in every season, in the good times and also in the bad times, whether it's a constant dreary spring rain or an unexpected summer thunderstorm, a relentless blizzard. There's no avoiding storms. There's just no way that we avoid 
storms. And while I might cry out to God when the storm gets really bad, it's in those long, weary rains, that's when it's the most dangerous for our soul. It's not quite bad enough to scare me. Well, they, you know, but they get me wet enough to distract me from my God-given purpose. I mean, the storms are not going to scare me, but here's the deal. Sometimes it just continues and continues and continues so much so it distracts me from God's purpose. I put my head down. I hide under the umbrella of self-sufficiency and forget to look up to the one who has the power over every single raindrop. Maybe it'll hit me, you know, as I collapse into bed. Lord, please just pause life for a bit. Stop the rain so I can catch a glimpse of you. But that's not who God is. Here's the deal. He's not some genie in a bottle, right? Merely takes away bad things and just provides and gives to us good things. He is the good thing today, amen. He is my peace, my source of strength. He is my rest today, my life. He is my hope today, my hope in the storms and he is the one who can calm the rain today. There's something that might be helpful. Here's the deal, we cannot control storms. Life will probably always be busy and it's always gonna be uncertain to a degree. The question is this, How do we respond to the storms? How do we respond to the storm? How do we become refreshed in the busyness? How do we respond when plans fail? How do we respond when plans fail? Psalm 46 and 10 reads, Be still and know. I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Rather than commanding us to try harder to find him, God tells us to be still and know him. We're told to stop, to cease, okay? Cease striving. Why? Because he is God. He's moving and doing glorious things, both in the sunshiny times and during the rainstorm. In the sunshine and the rain, God is still moving. This happens whether we stop and notice it at all, right? We must not miss out because our hearts are too busy. It's almost as if I think a great day is a day that I just don't need God. I mean, think about that for a moment. We wanna plan our day, plan our lives, so it's so foolproof that we don't need God at all to help us get through the day. What we accomplish is less important than whether we are in his presence. What we accomplish is less important than whether we are in his presence. My strength and abilities will fail again and again and again. And therefore I declare that I am in need of a savior today. I need a savior in my life every single 
day. Perhaps feeling overwhelmed and inadequate isn't such a bad thing, particularly if that is what brings me to my knees and shatters my false sense of security. I need to be brought to the place where I realize this. All the good I accomplish for the Lord, it doesn't matter if I'm not becoming more and more like Jesus every day. If I'm not resting in the strength and the presence of my creator, the author of my day. In fact, I understand this without a doubt. I need him more and more every day. I need more of him and I certainly need less, way less of me. And there's only one way to unload myself of the weary burdens. Jesus is our rest. Jesus Christ is our rest today. We don't need answers to all our questions and problems. We need the only answer today. His name is Jesus Christ. Seek him first. We're called to allow his spirit to lead us, to problem solve, to prioritize our heart and life on a daily basis. He is so much better at it than us, right? He's so much better at figuring out what is the the main thing, keeping the main thing, the main thing every single day day. Yeah, we probably are a bit too busy, right? We probably are way too busy. We probably have too much stuff. We probably do need a whole lot more sleep. But fixating on these things, well, that's not going to be the answer today. We are, the only way really to fix these things should be the fruit of seeking first God and the kingdom of God, the face of the Lord, the spirit of God. Fixing these things should be the fruit of seeing and seeking the face of God daily. Trusting in the blood that was shed for us on Calvary by Jesus Christ. Yielding to the power of his spirit on a daily basis. This is not meant to sound pessimistic. I realize that when I say that we will continually fail and face hardships, it might come across as a little bleak, but I'm telling you, it's vital that when we're battling the storm, so if you're in a storm and you're battling the storm right now, we need to know that we don't have the strength to overcome the storm in our own strength because that's the moment we must be resting in the power of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is our rest in a time of weariness. He is the peace in the midst of chaos. Don't spend so much of your energy running from the mess today that you are too weary to run to him. Don't go around and spend all this energy running away from the chaos and the mess and become too weary to run to Jesus. What's the answer to this dilemma? Well, the answer is a different to-do list. A different to-do list. What do I mean? Well, I mean making his priorities my priorities, resting in him, not in what I can accomplish, even things I accomplish for him. But how do we do this? Knowing something means nothing if we aren't letting it change 
us. We've got to start right now. I mean, now is the time. Now is the time to say, Jesus, I need your help. Look, I am in trouble. I am in need of you. I am weary. I am heavy laden and burdened. God, I need your strength. I need your hope right now. And when we ask Jesus for his help, it's going to look different, right? It's going to look different for everybody. Try putting aside your own list. For some of us, we just got to put aside our own list, our own things to accomplish in the day just for a few moments and get out the pencil and paper, right? And say, I'm gonna make a spiritual to-do list, things that I need to do in my spiritual development. Before I open my eyes in the morning, seek God's face, enjoy His presence. Awake my soul, oh Lord. Turn my eyes to you, God, every single moment of every single day, from the things that are unworthy to the only one who is worthy of all praise and glory and honor today. Before I climb out of bed and let my feet hit the floor, allow me to confess my sins and my weaknesses to you, Lord. Let me be able to lean upon your strength and your wisdom today. Carry me, Lord, so that I can accomplish your goals. Cover my unworthiness with your righteousness. Clothe me now, Lord, with your armor because I need your power. Lord, I need your protection for the dark parts of this day. Before I gaze, into a mirror, look at a screen, or interact with any single thing in this world. Lord, show me your glory, God. Show me your goodness today. Help me seek after you. Help me reflect it in such a way throughout the course of the day that your words become my words. Your ways become my ways. Transform me, God, from the inside out. And so as I'm sipping my morning coffee or that tea, Lord, fill me with your spirit one more time. Allow me to experience the joy of my salvation again. Help me taste and see, God, that you are good, that I might hunger and thirst for more of you, Lord, today and throughout the course of my day. As the world and the day gets louder and louder, we must remember to stop and listen to his still, small voice. Stop and listen to his spirit above the noise. Learn to recognize what God is trying to say to us. Learn to recognize what His Spirit is speaking to us. When I find myself growing weary, I need to run to my Jesus any way I possibly can. Not to the world, not to myself, but I must be able to run to Him. I must read His words in His holy book, worship Him, pour out my heart to Him. And I need to repeat this over and over again until my mind is refocused on Him, that my mind is renewed on the things of the Lord. Don't let a single hour go by without asking God to sustain us. Don't let a day go by, an hour go by, a moment go by. Say, God, I need your strength today. Give me some strength right now. In the moment, I'm feeling overloaded. Give me your peace, God. I need some strength. Help me right now. Not tomorrow, not next week, but God, I need you right now. I was not created for weariness. I was created for rest in Him. One final important truth for you. We're called to start 
now. Amen. Tell someone beside you, type it in the chat. I'm called to start right now. If you forget who gave you your last breath, remember who's gonna give you your next one, all right? Be still and know that he is God. It's a realignment of priorities in which we put the one thing that is needed at the very center of our lives and then allowing everything else to flow from it. As we learn to sit at Jesus' feet, the rest of the day is more peaceful and oftentimes less hectic. We listen to his still small voice, directing us to do that which comes from him. Make your relationship with the Lord bigger than your problems. In other words, make that relationship deeper than whatever chaos is around you. And in doing so, you will find rest when you de develop this life of intimacy with God. Develop a life of intimacy with the Lord, closeness to God, relationship with Him. Amen. Today is your moment to take the first steps right now. Let's do that together. We're going to do that right now. Exchanging our weariness for his rest. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you, God, for all that you're about to do, everything that you're going to do in our heart and minds right now. I want you, Lord, more than anything. God, that you will forgive me right now of my sin, all the times I've not fully surrendered to you. Lord, I want you to be the center of my life. I give you my weariness in exchange for rest today, that your light would shine into the dark parts of my heart today. Take control of everything in my life, Lord. I turn it over to you. I commit my life to you. I surrender my life to you in Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Oh, I believe God has ministered to someone right now. I know God is touching you right where you are. If you're in your living room or if you're in your vehicle, I know God is doing a work right in the midst of your circumstance. Amen. God has heard your prayer and he's meeting you right there. And so if you surrender to Jesus Christ, would you let us know? Would you go to the website or type it in the chat? Today's the day I surrender to Jesus. Amen. We want you to go ahead, fill out a connect card on our website. Let us know how we can support you. Maybe you need to be part of a Bible study. Maybe you'd like to be baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of your sins. Maybe you'd like someone to pray with you so you will receive the baptism of his spirit. We've got folks that are ready to pray with you. Amen. I mean, we believe that God has got a work in store for your life. Now is the time to allow the light of Jesus to shine in us. His light during a weary season can be right now for every person under the sound of my voice. Let's just take a moment and worship the Lord and believe that God's going to do a great work in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.